Welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of the Corn Fed Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Um, I'm Eric. I'll be one of your co-hosts on this great podcast, and we're going to get real funky, as you could tell by Funky Town. <laughs> but we're going to do our Chris Collinsworth slide in right now, uh, featuring our other co-host, so I'm going to let him talk about himself here for a second. All right, I'm the other co-host, Tim Downs, and... Uh, we're excited to be hosting this. We're excited for everyone that's excited to listen to it. Um, just a little backstory about ourselves. Just want to let you know on our favorite sports teams. For me, my favorite sport is baseball. Big Cub fan. Uh, probably second favorite sport right now is the NBA. Thunder and Bucks. You got to love the Greek freak. Uh, then probably college football. Big Iowa State fan. And from there, it's just I like college basketball. Like the NFL, big Packer fan, but those are my main sports. Eric? Yep. Um, it's kind of funny because I actually met Tim at Hy-Vee, which is a grocery store here in Iowa. If you're not in Iowa, you don't know that, obviously. But uh, we, I don't know, we just kind of clicked because we like most of the same teams. Uh, I'm a big Thunder guy, big Cubs guy, Packers guy. Um, yeah, Iowa football and Iowa ba- basketball. So it's kind of how we got this thing rolling. And our uh, his wife and my girlfriend kind of always say that we text each other too much about sports. So we're like, let's just do a podcast about it, see how it goes. <laughs> so that's kind of what led us here. Um, so, yeah, just thanks for taking the time to listen to us right now. And I uh, hope you enjoy what we have to talk about. Uh, tonight's sh- show, we're going to kind of go through uh, – a lot of football, obviously. Uh, there was a big football weekend here with uh, the NFL playoffs and the national championship game tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a real good game, but we, and then we're going to touch on the Iowa and Iowa State Bowl recap since we're uh, obviously corn-fed, so we're here in Iowa. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and then kind of just, you know, go. that'll probably take a little bit, and then we're just going to touch on the, like we said, we're big baseball guys, so touch on the MLB offseason a little bit and uh, see where we're at with that, and then we'll go, we'll just go from there and see how the show goes. So, um, yeah. All right, first we're going to touch on the NFL playoffs since that's pretty fresh in our minds. Uh, Colts-Texans was the first one, and I don't know about you, Tim, but I was pretty excited for that game from the get-go just because I thought the Texans, you know, with their great defense, J.J. Watt, uh, Clowney, and then against the Colts, who've been red hot, they started, what, I think one and five? One and five, yeah, they won nine out of ten to end the yeah. season. So that's, like, some of the reason I was kind of excited for that game. And, you know, uh, there's a little trash talk with the whole, uh, uh, who was that, that Johnson, the cornerback called T.Y. Hilton the Clown? <laughs> oh, I love that. And then he shows up in a clown mask. Like, <laughs> that was awesome. You just can't script that any better, but. Uh, yeah, from the get-go, though, um, looked like the Colts were going to blow them out of the water with the first, I think they scored their first three, three first out of the four. Three possession. out of the four, and the other one they drove, but had J.J. Watt tipped. J.J. Watt had the tip for the interception, but otherwise, yeah, they were doing whatever they wanted, basically, to that defense. Yeah, um, their O-line just set the tone right right from the get-go, and uh, they were fun to watch, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I was excited about that, too, but in the end, it's just really, probably not the greatest game. No, like no, no. Texans got dominated right from the start. Their off- defensive line got dominated by that offensive line. I was really surprised at how good of offensive line Colts had. Oh, they, I mean, they ran the ball and just controlled the line of scrimmage. I was very impressed. Yeah, like, and last year they were the the worst O-line in all of football. Like, that 
uh, Quentin Nelson or whatever, the guard. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Best, yeah. best guard probably in football, and he's only a rookie, I would say. And, I mean, yeah, Andrew Luck's always been good, but he always needed a line and needed a running back, and they finally have that now. And so. Yeah, they, he's never really had a line since he's been there. So, and he's kind of just been scrambling for his life. Yeah. And then Deshaun Watson, his first playoff game, I just not super impressed with how he played. No. I kind of thought I hadn't seen a lot of him coming into this game, but he bounced a lot of balls through a lot of low balls. Just didn't seem to ever have a rhythm or get anything going until he had a couple good drives, but just never put anything together to make a comeback. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and then they just had a couple bad penalties too. The Texans right away. They they just didn't seem like they're ready. Did you? I don't know if you saw that stat that they had on the broadcast, but J.J. Watt apparently you wouldn't expect this because he's a great player, but the second most penalized D lineman in all of football. I did not see that, which is crazy because like, crazy. He's like doesn't need to like you know be neutral zone or like jumping off sides or you know because he's just that good of a player. But yeah, just another disappointing playoff. I feel like the Texans get to the playoffs a lot, but a lot of disappointing playoffs. I yeah. see where they're the only team to never played. In championship game, and so really, yeah. And JJ Watts, one of the best defensive players of this generation for sure. Exit for Bill O'Brien and his team. Yeah, if you're former Penn State guy, former Penn State coach, (laughs) yeah. Save the save the school, but I don't know. I can see the Texans, you know, bouncing back with they got a good young core on offense with Deshaun Watson and uh, the receiver. I can't think Hopkins. Hopkins, and they had a lot of injuries in receivers this year too. So if they get back healthy, is Demarius Thomas under contract for another year? I don't know if he. Fuller was the other one that tore his Achilles, and he was killing it when he went down. Fuller the third or whatever. He was on my fantasy team, and he was killing it when he went down. So if they get healthy, I think they'll bounce back. Yeah, I would agree with. And the Colts moving on to next week, I think they'll give the Chiefs everything they can handle. I don't don't see much defense being played in that game. No, it might be about forty to. 41. <laughs> yeah, and it's honestly whoever has the ball last is probably going to win. Oh, yeah. I'm excited because I think that'll probably be one of the fu- more fun games yeah. next week. Honestly, I could. I mean, I'm not going to give away my prediction right now, <laughs> but I could see maybe the Colts pulling that one out. I could too. And I saw another stat where they said the Chiefs have had two wins in their home stadium and the Colts have had two in the playoffs. So they've had as many wins as the Chiefs in their home stadium in the yeah. playoffs. So it'll be. I think the Colts will be ready to play, but we'll just see what happens. Yeah. But. Kind of touching back, I just looked it up on my uh, iPad. Demarius Thomas is a free agent after this year, so he... Probably let him go. Yeah, what, he's north of 30 now and, and tore an Yeah, it's not a good injury to have for a receiver. Probably moving on from him. Yeah, the Colts... Back to the Colts now, but that's kind of when the Packers got on their Super Bowl run. We're a Packers fans, so we're going to reference them. But yep. they got in their Super Bowl run, they had to get hot to just make the playoffs. And then they got in, what, I think they snuck in as a six seed. Six seed, yep, won and three then, road games. And then got to the Super Bowl on one. You see so, that a lot in the playoffs. Yeah. You get team gets hot, it's all about momentum. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, when you're kind of fighting for your playoff life. Like, You've been playing the yeah. playoffs last four or five weeks yeah. already. So. so they're, you know, hitting their stride. So I think that game next week, uh, Colts-Chiefs uh, will be probably one of the better better ones we see for next week, for I sure. I would agree. But I don't know. Is there anything else you want to add on, on that No, uh, match very, very impressed with the Colts. Yep. Offensive I, line, defensive line, oh, coaching. Yeah. Just very, very impressive. They're, Especially Frank Reich, what, how he came oh, in late great. in the season, or late in the offseason, took control of that team. It's very impressive. It's kind of funny, though, because they were saying that uh, – Josh McDaniels, you know, everybody yeah. knows how he backed out. But he actually assembled that coaching staff. Yeah, I just heard that, that, that his, the defensive coordinator actually was hired by him, and he stuck on. And so. I, was, I was reading some of the rumors because he's linked to Green Bay, obviously, and they're saying, well, if we have anything to look forward to, at least we saw the coaching staff McDaniels <laughs> put uh, in, 
in Indianapolis. Yeah, they obviously put forth a winner. But so that's kind of like back to the Chris Ballard or the Colts. Uh, his uh, their GM Chris Ballard's done a great job since he uh, took over. Took over. Like, yeah, just drafting offensive linemen and stuff is kind of taking that smash mouth type of approach with their O line, and I love it. Alexa is annoying me right now. <laughs> so don't give him Alexa. It, it, it's annoying. <laughs> But, yeah, so we'll see. I'd be surprised if he didn't win GM of the year, though. Oh, GM of the year. Frank Frank should be right there for coach of the year. Yeah, yeah, they should win. We'll see. Later luck, comeback player of the year. Yeah. So So moving on to the nightcap. Seahawks, Cowboys. This was the game I was excited for just because, I don't know, I hate both teams. (laughs) No doubt. Didn't know who I was rooting for. I think I was pulling for the Seahawks. But I was just really unimpressed by Seattle. I didn't see... It's like they didn't realize they could throw the ball down the field. They were getting stuffed run after run, and they have Russell Wilson, who's a star, and they never turned him loose until the end. Here's, just really here's a question. Sad. This, this is kind of going to be a controversial question. I was thinking this while I watched it, and then I kind of, you know, was diving around in the old Twitter universe a little bit, and I <laughs> it's saw a dangerous it. place to dive. Oh, very dangerous. Very, you got to be careful on there. Um, but is Russell Wilson a glorified game manager or is it their coaching style this year? Because obviously they were the pound, pound the pound the rock type this year. It's but. their coaching style. Russell Wilson's a star if they just turn him loose. He threw 35 touchdowns, 7 interceptions this year. And those receivers, I feel like those receivers don't get enough credit. They got, those guys catch everything. And so I just feel need to turn him loose, especially after you try to establish a run and it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Try something different. And the Cowboys front front seven is it's really tough. They're very good. That Cowboys man, have a great defense. That uh, rookie linebacker for the Cowboys is I, tough. That's my question. When did the Cowboys defense become so good? Yeah, because what? Because like last year or two years ago was their big problem. It was it was awful. Now all of a sudden I don't they must have done some really good drafting because now all of a sudden it's really impressive. But yeah. Oh, we forgot to kind of touch on it, but would you say out of the the two most underrated receivers, like in the game, because we were talking about the Colts earlier. But is D- Doug Baldwin for the you like you said for Seattle. Seattle? He's he's a damn good player. I would say he's he's very underrated. Very underrated. He ca- like you said catches everything. Catches everything on those sidelines. Yeah, and and I mean they don't they don't have like a ton of offensive talent, and like their O line has like you it's know been iffy. I think that's some of the reason they don't want to turn Russell loose because he's he taken so many hits in the past. You know. Last couple years, years, yeah, he got beat up pretty bad. So, and the um, other thing in that game is when their kicker went down, it kind of changed the whole. Sea <laughs> bass. It was such an <laughs> um, awesome moment when Sea bass went down. God, he is a he, tank. <laughs> I was reading. He's like, they say he's like two hundred sixty pounds. Oh man, he he definitely does not pass up a buffet. That's for sure. <laughs> definitely, which miss, I don't blame him. Missing no meals. <laughs> and he's probably north of forty, so it's, oh, it's impressive man. that he's still out there doing it. But he he was fairly. I mean. For injuring himself, he was fairly close. It just he had the, the right. distance. Yeah, like, it just didn't go straight. He just needs a. But hit that field. just changed the whole dynamic of the game. I thought because they couldn't kick field goals, they couldn't they, kick off, and the Cowboys knew it. Yeah, and then that onside kick at the end—that that was, was a joke. But obviously, the guy's probably never practiced before in his life, so yeah, can't really blame him for that. Yeah, that's kind of one of the notes I took. Actually, is like how much did the special teams really impact? It changed the whole second yeah. half of the game. It definitely did. But then you still gotta give credit to the Cowboys. Zeke was just a. He was a man last night. He, he was by far the best player on the whole field. And probably the most impressive player I saw all weekend, honestly. Oh, yeah. He Except for maybe dominant. Nick Foles today. But he was just, I mean, they just gave it to him time after time, and he just kept answering the bell. <laughs> I saw on, uh, you know how he does the feed me the with, feed. The, with his uh, fake spoon in his mouth. He said, 
he tweeted today, he's like, the playoffs is for two spoons because he was doing it with both of his hands last yeah, night. Yeah, they just kept giving him the ball and <laughs> Dak made he's, just enough plays. Yep, that's, that's kind of, you know, the, another run first. Oh, run first, team, play defense. Which I Don't enjoy. beat themselves. That's like, you know, a good way to it's, compete. In the I playoffs. wish the Packers would try it sometime. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. definitely not our style, but... We'll touch on that in later episodes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be a long offseason. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. How, how big of an impact do you think, Tim, that obviously we knew the documented uh, struggles that the Cowboys had early on in the season mm-hmm. with you know their down-the-field passing game. Yeah. But, honestly, when they made that trade for Amari Cooper, that really set the tone for the rest of their season. Yeah, it changed their whole – I kind of thought it was stupid that they gave up a first-round pick for him, but yeah. he really did give – he gave Dak a weapon and – Somebody to stretch the field and open up the run game. Yeah, very – changed everything. I did not think he was that good a player. He, he catches everything, too. No, he does. And he really stretches the field. He's fast. It's and crazy. Like, Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Show us how bad things are in Oakland. Yeah, that I was just going to say that. They couldn't get anything out of him over there. Because he – I don't even know if he was really even been targeted over uh, there. No, he was on my fantasy team over there, too. <laughs> it was bad. I actually released him before, before the, he got traded. Yeah, and It was not good. He, he tore it up, like, right away after – Def- definitely worth the first round. Oh, pick, for sure. And he's still be back next year to help him. But I would say overall, though, that game, you know, kind of turned out exactly how you know the how we expected the it. experts and you and me. Low uh, low scoring, <laughs> tight football game. Yep, it was. It was a, you know, I'd say it was better to watch than the Colts Texans. It was definitely better than Colts Texans. But you know, it was. I never felt like the Texans had a chance in my game. No, in this game, I felt like both teams had a chance. To yeah, kind of went down to the wire and. I mean, there was an onside kick. Well, if you can call it an onside kick. It was kick. not an onside kick. It was kick. more it was of like, like a pooch. Lob wedge yeah. gone bad. But um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to add about no. that game? Okay. I, Cowboys will give the Rams all they can handle next week as well. Yeah, that's... Rams better that's gonna come be, to play because the Rams going to be physical. They've been struggling, too, the last couple of weeks. Yep. We'll see. Interesting. We'll see. Playoffs, obviously, are a whole different ball game. But, um, yeah, we can move on to the Chargers-Ravens now if you want to. Yeah. So, but... And that was ugly. Yeah, that was ugly from the word go. Oh Three gosh. fumbles and eight plays for the Texans or for the Man. Ravens. It was just Ravens kind of slept walk. What three a little over three and some change of the game. Three quarters and some change. Yeah. Made, it, made it look closer than they made the game look closer at the end. But it was just. I mean, when we were talking about bringing Joe Flacco in, you know, you know you're struggling when you're talking about bringing Joe Flacco in to save you. Were you checking out Twitter during the? Yes, oh man, was. Twitter was blown that one tweet up. that said. Um, Joe Flacco hasn't played all game. He still has more passing yards than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> He's elite. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure that they announced, like, going into the fourth quarter, the Rams. Not Rams, excuse me. The Ravens. Because when you get sacked, it takes away your Yeah, they had negative two passing yeah. yards. <laughs> Insane. Yes, and so that's why they were saying Joe Flacco had more passing yards and he hadn't played. So it was, it was bad. Yeah. Al Michael said it best. I don't know if you heard it during the Bear game. He's like, this is worse than the... This is worse than the Ravens game, and I don't even know what that was. <laughs> and so it was just ugly football. The Chargers going to need to clean up a lot before yeah. next week against the Patriots because the Patriots would run that team off the field. Yeah, but I just wasn't impressed by anything either team did. I kind of the Chargers D line was the Chargers well. D and, and they they have really good defense. Yeah, and Philip I think Philip Rivers knew the Ravens weren't going to score, and so he's just trying not to turn the ball over yeah, and which. Do what He's you have smart. to do. You know, yeah, just manage the game. He, I don't think they ever felt threatened by the Ravens at all. But I would say, honestly, what? Phillip Rivers has been in the league now, what, 13? 13 or 14 years. years. And, you know, he kind of, you know, comes off as a little bit of a cocky, arrogant he, son of a bitch at first. And he's a whiner. <laughs> he is, but I'm not going to lie. I've grown to appreciate I, I, him. He's competitive. Like, yes, he just, you know, misunderstood a little bit. He wants to win. and He definitely wants to win. Did, but, oh, I, did you see that uh, Melvin Gordon took that? 
the Uber car. <laughs> yeah, that was hostile. The Uber to to the stadium. The and, guy was blasted in the whole oh, way. Yeah. He's like, well, he was talking about Philip Rivers and Melvin uh, Gordon's like, yeah, well, Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Famer. He's like, that don't matter. We got a Lamar Jackson Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know a Heisman Trophy winner was better than a Hall of Famer, but, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, they're going to need to get together before next week. We'll be interested yeah. to see how. I don't like their chances, honestly. Yeah, I would. Uh, going into New England. If the Ravens would have shown up, I mean, we would have been probably a pretty close. I mean, it's, like we said, it looked closer than it actually yeah. was, but it would have been a lot more competitive. Yep. But I was kind of real interested in that game because there was two, uh, two all-pro uh Two all pro boys from Iowa in that game. <laughs> you know, uh, Des King, he had a nice couple. He did returns. have a couple of nice kick returns he, and punt returns. He's, he's fast. Fun. I can't believe, you know, he would have, if he would have came out that one year, he would have been a first round pick, probably, second round pick, after he won all the cornerback awards. Where did he end up getting picked at? Fifth round. Okay. The next year. Insane. They got a steal. And then uh, the Ravens uh, offensive lineman, I can't think of his name right now, Marshall Yanda. He's from he's from Anamosa, Iowa. Actually. Did not know that. So there's there's some straight corn fed action for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. But yeah, that that was probably the worst of the playoffs. Worst of the four game, games for but, sure. I mean, I it is the playoffs, so you know the defenses step up a little bit. It's not They're quite as better. high flying as you know the regular season was, but that's expected. But that game just was, didn't really do it for us. But and then to the final game of the weekend, probably the best game of the weekend, honestly, Eagles Bears. Yep. It was uh, pretty competitive from the start. Uh, kind of felt like, you know, the first half they were kind of feeling each other out, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, is kind of expected. I mean, the Eagles have that championship pedigree, and then, you know, the Bears, their defense is unbelievable. Unbelievably good. Unbelievable. Like, it's tough for me to say because I'm a Packers <laughs> fan, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing them win. But, you know, they're, they got some young position players. You know, they're uh, – I feel like if their offense was a little more uh, developed – Granted, I think they were missing one of their... Yep, tight ends. Yeah. And Trubisky looked good today. He, he did. Really he made good. some really good throws down the field. I was Especially just, when he had to. When but. he had to. But that last drive, I never did... Khalil Mack never took the game over. He no, he didn't. He had taken it over all year, and there was a couple drives where I thought he'd take it over and make a couple plays, and he just never never did. Yeah. The, so. the Eagles did a pretty good job, considering the beast up front. Yeah. Props sure. to Nick Foles for winning another playoff game. That guy's amazing. So, let's... At what point, if you're the Eagles, you know, you got this young young quarterback, you know, he's good. Uh, what is his name right now? I can't think of it. Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. There we go. <laughs> you know, he's he's a good player, you know, but he's hurt all the time. But you have this backup that comes in and They respond to him. Wins. Yeah, sometimes, they, you know, you just respond. I'd say if they keep winning another game, you'd have to think, maybe we'll go with Satan Nick. Yeah. Or like the Twitter use just likes to call him Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> Which I don't really understand that, but he's got a big dick. <laughs> so that it's makes nice. sense. Apparently, but I just I was watching the game. My dad hates Nick Foles. And by the end of it, I remember after the game, he's like, they need to trade Carson Wentz. Nick Foles needs to be the starter over there. I'm like, so I he, thought you hated him. He's like, no, he was really good today. So he made a believer. Oh, made a believer. Your, out of Papa Downs. Made a believer out of Papa Downs. <laughs> I mean, Papa Downs hates the Bears. So anyone that beats yeah. the Bears is probably a hero in his book. But Gains, gained some respect. So. No, it was, it was a great game. And both teams probably deserved to win. And Yeah, I mean, notice we haven't talked about the Cody Parkey thing, which... Kickers suck. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's why you, you can't really... I mean, he has to do his job. The words of Pat McAfee, that was not good for the Browns. <laughs> that's my guy. But good timeout because he nailed that first one. Oh, yeah. And the second one, the double doink. I saw somebody – oh, shoot. I saw somebody, one of his former teammates, 
said when he saw like when they iced him and he saw mm-hmm. that the kick went through, he's like he knew that Parky was gonna miss the next. Well, one. it almost looked like he heard the whistle, and you could tell he relaxed before he kicked that first one. And, yeah, and then he did the double doink. But it did come up uh, later that apparently it got tipped a little bit. But okay. I don't know. The Bear fans have been calling for him to be cut all year, so they have to be yeah. up in arms about the way that turned out for them. Uh, my my guy Big Cat over at Barstool Sports. <laughs> Big Cat couldn't have been too happy today. He, he had some depressing videos afterwards. He actually was retweeting. Let me look him up here. <laughs> some of his stuff from uh, December when, you know, I think Parky missed like what? Miss, he missed seven kicks this year, which was second. Yeah, which is second in the NFL a for misses. Yeah, he struggled. Especially when you had a, a stud kicker in Robbie Gold that's just And that's the thing, they cut Robbie Gold to save money, but Robbie Gold was good as gold. And he would have made that one today without a doubt. Oh yeah, no doubt. Without a doubt, Robbie Gold would have made that kick. I hated Robbie Gold's Packers. Oh fans. wow. This is something. Big oh. cat. He tweeted What's Big Cat. Up he to? tweeted on uh August eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. So before like training Ooh. camp. Cut Cody Parkey. <laughs> so he was calling for his head. And then he tweeted also on December 23rd of 2018. Parky <laughs> will kill us all and we have no one to blame but ourselves. Uh, wow. He's, he's not wrong. I just read Charles the Cat's tweet. That was beautiful. Oh, with the, the bird, with the bird box. box. Oh, man, the bird box. I don't know. If, have you seen Bird Box yet? I have not seen oh, Bird man. Box. Me and, me and the Shauna, my girlfriend, watched it and it's something. It's, it's not a terrible movie, but... You know, but I love how it's uh, coming up with all these memes and stuff. From oh, it's awesome. That's the best thing about the internet, the memes. <laughs> wow, the video of Big Cat watching the final play is <laughs> pretty wild. Devastating. Huh? He, he literally looks like he just he died. Eagle, he has an Eagle fan right next to him dog, going yeah. nuts. Yeah, one of my good friends tweeted out, this doesn't, doesn't feel real, hurts terribly, cried with my wife for two hours. Does he know it's not the Super Bowl? <laughs> they don't care. To the Bears, it is the Super Bowl. <laughs> True. They, they haven't won one since 1985, and they're still hanging on to that. Yeah, and the last playoff game they're in was it when they lost to the Packers? Well, that was yeah, 2010. Caleb Haney, yeah. 2010 season, 2011. Yeah, the BJ yeah. Raji game. Oh, he did that dance. Never forget that BJ Raji picked that ball off, waddled it at the end Smoking zone. Jay Cutler. Oh, that was awesome. Oh man, that seems like a lifetime ago. It was a lifetime. <laughs> so, but no, so good. Congratulations to the Eagles. They move on to play the Saints. That championship pedigree, I think, kind of. Granted, did. they're not the same team without. Nah. Uh, Jay Ajayi's out Yeah, that might be the end of Nick's run, but he made a million dollars today. I saw where he made a million dollars if he won today's game, so really? congrats to Nick's. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can, got uh, some extra million. Yeah, you can uh, come over to Cedar Falls, Iowa and take us out for a nice uh, <laughs> nice meal or something. That'd be much appreciated. That'd be much appreciated. Overall, I mean, good weekend of football. Yeah, great, great. For Could have sure. been better, I think, with a couple of the games, but it was a lot of defense, a lot of running. Which is expected, especially, yeah. you know, play a football. And, and the high-flying teams play next week. It'll be real interesting to see. Rams, Saints, Chiefs, yeah. all those high-powered offenses go next week. See if they continue what they did in the regular season or come back to earth a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you get that first-round bye and it kind of hurts you. Come out rusty. Yeah. Especially, like, some of those teams that clinched the bye already. They sat a lot of their players, you know, week yep. 17. So. It'll be real interesting to see how that comes out. Yep. But should be a good round. Um, let's see. The Chiefs-Colts, uh, who do you think uh, pulls that one out? I, any predictions? I'm giving the Chiefs a tight one. Dog fight. 44-41. That, basically, whoever has the ball. I think Mahomes will get the job done in the end. Yep. I, I'm going to have to agree with you just because, you know, they're at home and, you know, everybody knows KC's ridiculously tough place. Do you have a play. score? I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go 
We'll go 41, 38. So no defense it, there. It's going to be a high scoring okay. game. I, I think that's going to be the game yeah. of the weekend. I really do. I think oh, it's going to yeah. be a fun I time. mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts pulled it off. Would you? No, I wouldn't either. But I think Luck will throw a couple picks in the end, yeah. trying to fit for stuff. And he usually throws one or two a game. Yep. But and I think the Chiefs will get her done. Yeah, I would agree with that. But it'll be fun. It'll be game a fun much. game. I'm excited for that one. Then we got uh, the other AFC matchup, which also is. Pretty good on paper, but the Patriots Chargers at uh, New England. And so. I just think the Patriots will be too much for the Chargers in that one. There's supposed to be five inches of snow coming. Oh, wow. Ugly weather. I think I give the 24-10 Patriots. Oh, I don't wow. think it'll ever be in doubt. No doubt. Huh? Tom Brady will be on to his eighth straight AFC championship. But, uh, let's be honest, though. Belichick and Brady don't lose at no. home in the playoffs. Nah, they get honest. to the AFC championship at least. You know you know, he, uh, Belichick was there recording... Oh. All sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. signs and stuff. He was all over it. <laughs> so, I don't know. It'll, it'll be a fun game to watch. I think it'll be a little closer, maybe 24 to 14. Okay. 24 to I don't 17. see them scoring 14 points, but we'll see. It depends also how, you know, Melvin Gordon's kind of been game, banged, banged up. up. He he wasn't himself today even, so we'll see. No, like battles and shoulder injuries, see how he turns out. Yeah, I, I hope so just because I do like – I do kind of root for Phil Rivers, you know, just because uh, – He's got nine kids to feed. He's got to keep playing. Nine kids, got a pretty attractive wife. Just going to throw that out there. He, rides, he drives four hours round trip to work every day. <laughs> That's insane. But he's got a – have you seen his gig that he drives in? Uh-uh. It's like a motorhome, probably a TV, like, the size bigger oh. than your projector. Oh, boy. With, like, yeah. a full recliner. It's – he, he's not look. driving interstate. He's got a driver, and, yeah, you pull a Philip Rivers ride over there. I mean, he's got all the money he needs. That's it's like a big RV that he just – Philip Rivers in. ride. I'm going to have to check this out. You guys need to go check this out, too. It's, it's legit. <laughs> For year two. What? ESPN loves it. Oh, they love everything Philip Rivers. Yeah. He's got nine kids. And he's got that bolo tie that he's always rocking. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen him rock the bolo tie. I haven't seen him wear it much this year. New, Philip Rivers' new ride allows him to stay home. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know if they have pictures in this article or not, but it's... It's legit. Either way, we might. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a legit rock. He's not in a car. We will. Uh, we might post this on our. Uh, I think we will on our Facebook. Because they Twitter. make it sound like he makes such a sacrifice driving back and forth from San Diego <laughs> to do. Los Angeles. But no, he's he's living. He's living the life. Everything he can do at home, he can do on his ride. Jeez, well, that's. I need to get me. One. I would drive him two hours a day. I'm you're sure you're an Uber driver. Why don't you <laughs> sign up for that gig, Philly? Let's, let me call you, bud. I'll I'll do whatever you need me to. We can uh you know take those long road trips and have a blast together. But yeah, we can move on to the NFC matchups now. Um, we'll start with the the number one seeded New Orleans Saints against the Eagles. Which I'm going Saints all the way there. They're my Super yeah. Bowl pick, I think. And they just I would agree. I think Nick Foles will keep it close for a while. Eagles got that championship pedigree, but they're going to get in the end just not enough. Oh yeah, I, especially in that dome, the fast. Oh, that surface fans and I say thirty eight. 17. Oh, yeah. Pull it away. It'll, it'll be... Drew Brees will cruise. It'll be, what, within seven, three or seven at halftime. Yeah, and then Drew Brees will put it away in the second yeah. half, I think. That Mike. running, two-headed monster running game, just too much. Michael Thomas on the outside. Yeah, it'll be too animal. much for him. Yeah, they're... Saints are a fun team to watch. They kind of look like the team destiny almost. Yeah, if Nick shoot. Foles finds a way to win that game, they should give the guy a statue. Yeah. So. Get him an Uber driver to drive him around. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, I would agree. It's going to be... Saints are gonna. It's gonna be close, but I think the Saints pull away. You know, thirty-five to thirty-five to twenty-one. Okay. We'll go with. It'll be a fun game to watch, but 
Too much talent on Too much talent on the Saints their offense. Defense is better. And their defense has been yeah. way better. So, that'll be a fun game. But let's move on to the other NFC matchup. We've got the Cowboys and the Rams. That is awesome. I got the Cowboys squeaking that one out. Really? Seven. I just don't believe in the Rams at all. I feel like they're a gimmick. All that high-flying offense, I think it'll come back to earth next week. 17-13, I think the Cowboys get out. They keep the ball on the ground with Zeke. Dak does just enough again. Force a couple turnovers. Goffle, I think, make a couple bad decisions. I just see Cowboys getting her done. Yeah. Moving on, and then we'll never hear the end of the Cowboy fans if they're playing the NFC Championship. Oh, we'll get uh, Stephen A. Smith might have a heart attack. Huh? He might die. Skip Bales <laughs> posting shirtless pictures again. Oh, man. Did you see that picture last night? He's ripped, he t- actually. Did you see the picture he posted last no, night? No, I did not. Posted a shirtless picture of him flexing. And said, how about them Cowboys? Then he took it down. I've got a couple buddies that are big Cowboys fans. Oh, he, he was Snapchatting me last night and talking all sorts of trash. And No one worse oh, than the Cowboys. Man, that is for sure. But, yeah, I don't know. I got to my, – my gut tells me Rams. I don't know why. Just because they're at home. I've seen the Rams, play some, good, seen the Rams play some good defenses this year, and they've just been – looked horrible. Against yeah. the Bears, they just looked awful. I just, I feel just like, see more of that coming. I just feel like Aaron Donald's going to – and that D-line's going to stuff He's going to need to make some plays. Yeah. If the key is Zeke. That's the big the, – uh, I guess it's strength, kind of strength against strength. And if Dak doesn't, if Dak doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to be real yep. hard to beat, I think. If, it's, he, if they can get a couple picks or a fumble, might get him going. I'm going to go – we'll go 24-21 Rams, I think. Ooh, I think give them the Rams a victory. But it's like we, like we said, it's strength against strength here. and That should be another good game, but I think it's going to be more like this game, this week's game, low-scoring defense. Yeah, it'll – yeah, that's for sure going to be a lower scoring just because, you know, especially if the Cowboys can pound the rock because they're going to control the time of possession if they can do that. And then we will be, we'll post our – we might not post the scores, but we'll definitely post who we think are going to be winning on the Facebook and Twitter page. So if you guys want to post yep. what you think. Yep. We're going to see who does better. Try to be interactive as possible with you guys, you know, get some polls out. And we're going to also, you know, do some, like, questions – uh, you maybe want us to touch on, but we'll uh, kind of go more in depth in that towards the end of the podcast, just so we can, you know, stay with our content and how we're uh, rolling right now. So I don't know about you, Tim, but I'm having a blast right now. It's fun. So let's keep it going. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. So after our NFL playoff recap, we decided that we wanted to, you know, kind of stick to the state. Uh, Iowa and Iowa State Bowl uh, recap just since you know we're corn fed in Iowa. Um, I'm a big Iowa fan. Tim, unfortunately, big, is a big Iowa State yep. fan. So go Cyclones. <laughs> but we're gonna start with Iowa just because they'll probably be ranked at the end of the year and Iowa State won't be. But it's not funny. <laughs> so, but that was a great win for the Hawks there in the bowl game. So amazing win for the Hawks. Mississippi State, you know, they were ranked going in, in the SEC and they. Gave Alabama a run for their money in that game. They really shut uh, Tua down. They were talking – I was watching the ESPN earlier in the national championship preview, and they were talking about how Tua was not very Tua-like in that game. No, and they blew out – they beat LSU pretty – or, yeah. They'll beat Auburn pretty bad, and Auburn powdered Purdue. So yeah. I thought they might just run Iowa off the field. But I was concerned, especially at first, you know. first three or four series, Iowa did nothing. Yeah, this was kind of a weird game because it was, like, kind of back and forth and – a lot Damn. of momentum surges oh, yeah. in that game. What, I think five total turnovers, I think? Yeah, the game, five. five I, what got Iowa started was that one penalty where they got the, the targeting. Yep. The guy got ejected. It seemed like Iowa was in the game after that. Which, 
How many targeting penalties called have you seen where the guy doesn't go down? Oh, a lot. Because <laughs> what? That was Amir Smith Marquette. Uh, great player for the Hawks, actually. Number six. He's a sophomore, but a lot of fun to watch. He, I think he came on uh, end around and he kind of, you know, lunged at him. And I would say it was tough. You know, yeah, this rule is tough to, you know, it's pretty much a judgment call and it's bang, bang. And I don't know. We're going to get into the depth about that in the Iowa State game, I'm sure. Oh. But not very many times do you see that happen where a guy gets, you know, targeting penalty and the guy doesn't go down and keeps it's running. Stupid. But, and the fact that you eject people for targeting. I mean, if you get two of them, then you should be ejected. Yeah. But the first one, it just changes the whole game if you yep, eject someone. Just but not a fan. I think the NFL, if you get two personal fouls, you're it's out. It's two, yeah. So I, they should maybe adapt that rule, but... I mean, it was know. a good call. It was yeah, the right call. Was right made, call but, but it really turned that started to gave Iowa a chance and kind of first momentum for them. Yeah, I would say really the difference in this game though was Michigan, uh, not Michigan State. Sorry, Mississippi State's passing game was atrocious. And their penalties. Yeah, they had a ton. Iowa had zero penalties. Yeah, even though they rushed for negative fifteen yards, it was the no penalties yeah. that just really put them over the edge. Yep, um, they had a lot of stupid, silly penalties too. Yeah, but, and that's Kirk Ferentz. These teams are well coached. Yep. They're not going to. He knows what he's Not going to beat themselves, which is smart. Which, looking at the recap, Mississippi State outgained the Hawks, three hundred forty-two to one ninety-nine in total yards. Jeez. And like Tim said, the Hawks were negative yards. How many, that hasn't happened very often because you know mm. Iowa's that ground and pound, get the run game going, get a little play action, bootleg, uh, little waggle, screen plays. Love the screen plays. Wish Iowa would run more. Beautiful. <laughs> but then the turnovers. That's kind of you know where it was really swung. Mississippi State had three. Iowa had two. Iowa had those two right at the start of the half. Yeah, Second bang, half, bang. Which, on the kickoff, and yep. then Stanley threw yep. one terrible and interception. And then after that, they kind of just has. calmed down and yep. got and back to their game. Time of possession, Mississippi State was 33, almost 34 minutes, and the Hawks were 26 minutes. Oof. So it was – I mean, it was – they outgained us, but, you know, they did – we did what we could. Stanley played well. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do next year. And Iowa's defense was tough, too. Their, their safety tough. play and corner. Man, those, they have a lot of people in the NFL. The, Phil Parker's done a great job there as a D coordinator, and especially the he's the secondary coach. And he, DBU, he keeps putting those you know, D-backs in yeah. the NFL. That was but, a great, great win for the Hawks. Yep. Definitely much a, lot of, a lot of fun to watch. But I, they're, uh, Mississippi State – like we said, had a ton of talent, especially on their defense, too. Their their D-line is basically an NFL D-line. Oh, that, it is. I think they said two people are projected, the Simmons and then uh, – let me look up his name. I can't remember. Simmons was the one guy, and he's, I think, the DN. He's going to go first round. He's a he's an animal. And then got the box to score up. Uh, it was some weird name. What the hell? Oh, I can't remember his name. It doesn't really matter too much. But yeah, their defense alone. Sweat. Sweat was his yeah. name. Yeah. He was uh He was a star. Yeah. But like I said, great win for the Hawks. Uh they're next year I'd expect them, you know, where they're losing a ton of talent uh on the D line. Uh and then like I said, one of their D backs is coming out. Uh Hooker. He's a stud. He won the Woodson Tatum or Woodson mm-hmm. whatever, the big big ten defensive back of the year. He'll He'll be a good NFL player, I think. Hopefully the Packers can swoop him up because they need some safety help desperately. <laughs> we try it every year. Yep. We'll hopefully get a one. But I don't know. Anything else you got to add about that? Nope. Yep. But overall, great win. Dill. 
they'll be ranked, I'm sure, in the final poll. So go Hawks. Let's keep building for next year. But Jeez. Um, yeah, let's let's go over to the old uh, the Ames side of town. It was not pretty. They beat themselves basically. Oh. I mean, let's, Brock Brock Purdy played well except for the two interceptions at the beginning of the game. Counted for almost 400 yards offense. And Keen Butler was just a star oh, again. He's an animal. Nine catches. Him and Montgomery. Nine maybe. catches, 192 Tough. yards. Montgomery rushed for 124. Where they beat themselves, three turnovers. What, nine, nine offsides penalties? Uh, there's five. Five or six. That's but still a lot. They ended up with ten penalties. Just too many penalties. Two, and the two ejections. Just yeah. I mean, the first the, one was legit. It was a stupid yeah. play. Second one, the guy touched his helmet. And if his helmet hadn't, and he was and, going down, and it wasn't even called on the field, it had to be a booth review. And if he hadn't lost his helmet, they never would have reviewed yeah. it in the first place. So it's just bullcrap. Which, let's be honest, nobody's helmets are strapped. That no, and if anymore. you give the guy a fifteen-yard penalty, fine, but don't eject him for that. It just changes the whole outcome of the game. And yeah. No, it's just even on the two-point conversion late in the game, they jumped off sides. Just too many, which is very uncharacteristic of Campbell's team, so I was kind of really surprised. Well, you know, big one of their – probably the biggest bowl game in – It was in, their biggest game in, in program history. history. It was That's the biggest game in program history. Their fans turned out. It was a high-rated yeah, game I saw, so that was good. But just just wasn't enough. I mean, they did okay. It helped Washington State, which high-powered offense, only 299 yards passing. Yeah. I had no problem with the way they played defensively, just – Offensively, didn't have enough at the end. So, they'll be back. They're going to lose a lot of talent. Losing Montgomery, probably. Probably losing Hakeem Butler. I would assume, yeah. But they got Brock Purdy back again as a sophomore. Really excited to see what he does. And got some incoming talent. I think they'll be right back there. Seven, eight wins. He's, he's team a good coach. Next year. Yeah. We'll see if... I, I think he'll stick around for a couple more years. He's had another extension. He says he wants to be there for the long haul, so... So it's tough hope when, so. The, when the Blue Bloods come calling. Well, when the NFL comes calling, you turn them down. That may be happening. But, but yeah. let's go to the Jets. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm hearing rumors that Brian Kelly's going to the NFL. If that happens, I could definitely see him going over to Notre Dame. So, yeah. We'll just never out. know. But, but let's hope he stays. Yeah. Because he has turned that program around. Gave us hope. Yep. And, and honestly, looking at the offensive stats of this game, wow. It was I'm, dominating. I'm surprised that, you know, if you just didn't look at the score and looked at uh, – the passing stats, Purdy was 18 for 27, 315 yards, which yeah. is a solid line. But then the two picks, that's kind of what The two picks hurt him in the early game. And then, geez, Hakeem Butler put up video game numbers. He really did. Nine catches, 192 yards. And, I mean, and we held them to 28 yards rushing. Their quarterback had 299 yards passing, but he threw 50 times. So I love that dude. <laughs> he had his, a sweet mustache. His mustache is awesome. His, and he was a baller. Man. We had him sacked so many times, and he just snuck out of it. And that one play, he ran in for the touchdown. It was oh. unbelievable. That, no, that looked like some, you know, Eric Jesse type playmaking. More looks like Mark, but <laughs> but, but, but no, really, you gotta love you gotta love their coach. So gotta Mike, love Mike Leach, Leach. you, oh, yeah. you gotta I love him. Boy. He's he's a national treasure. So yeah, he, it's awesome because he coached it. And I didn't know this until I think you maybe told coached me Iowa before Western. before the season started. Coached it, yeah, where that's over by Iowa City somewhere. Kinda, yeah, uh, it's impressive that he the career he's built. I should know. Is it Mount Pleasant, maybe? I think it is a little bit Mount Pleasant. So that's that's awesome. That, so, you know, and yeah. he put, paid a great tribute to, you know, Iowans there, kind of at the pregame. Uh, yeah. Said how great Iowans are. How and, great their fans are. So, yeah. Nothing to hang our heads about. We played hard. Just got beat by a better team that night. We made two main mistakes. Yeah. Like you said, um, they'll be back. Probably. They will be back. We'll see what happens next year. They're Very fun season. I'd say probably... Fun being a Cyclone fan again. Yep. And it hasn't always 
Hasn't always been that but way. They, did they start out 0-3? Started out 1-3. and They skipped their first game and then had to go play Iowa, which was tough, and they got beat, and then got, played Oklahoma right away, and yep. played TCU right away. So it was just a tough schedule to start the season, and then... I think I remember us texting, though, early on in the year, we were... I mean, we were kind of going through their schedule, and I was like, I think these they could still end up with eight wins, you know, going into yeah. play. And Once they, they put Brock Purdy in, it became a different team. Probably should have been starting... Yeah, they wanted right to give the, that, uh, that camp to... Chance. He was the cha- he was the guy last year, yeah. but once they put Brock Purdy in, yeah. it just changed the whole thing around. So yeah, that Kemp got hurt, and he, I think he was trying to play through it, and then yep. he never really was healthy. And that you know, true freshman quarterback, you know, he gives your team a boost a little Should bit. Should be excited to see what he does next year. Yeah, I think he'll be. I mean, granted, we'll see what happens with Butler and Montgomery. If we got Butler and Montgomery back, we'd be right there near the top of the Big Twelve. But even just, one of them, like, would be a even big Montgomery. Boost. I think Butler's already gone, but if we get Montgomery yeah. back, that'd really be a boost. Yeah. See, guys, a beast. Which, I don't know, I, running backs today you almost feel like are more likely to go out just because their careers are their so careers short. Their careers are so short, they got to get what they can. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. But, kind of like you said, overall exciting. Uh, I think see what happens. I will represent, both teams represent the state very well this year. and should be fun going forward. Yep, it's a, you know, it's always great, especially for the state of Iowa when, when Iowa and Iowa State meet. Because, you know, it's a huge rivalry. It's, yep. it's I think it's kind of a good kind of expanded, you know, a little bit, you know, regionally, like Midwesty, and maybe even nationally a little bit. Yeah, if both teams continue to do what they're doing, it'll become a national game. ranked, yeah. So let's, let's hope for that for everybody, and as always, go Hawks. <laughs> Screw the Hawks. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll uh, obviously touch into the, you know, the biggest game of the year for college here. Um, Alabama. I'm very excited about this game. Man, fourth straight year, we get to see this. I know a lot of people are upset about that, but they're, they're the best. The two best teams. And they've never had a bad game. No. It's never been a blowout. It'll be, I think it'll be close again tomorrow night. So Yeah, I, I see basically whoever has the ball last again. It yeah, sounds, I think, sounds cliche, but that's what's going to happen. I think it'll be a lot of points, a lot of offense. But I think in the end, Alabama will make enough plays, and Nick Saban just refuses to lose games like this, and I think he'll get her done. Yeah, well. Clemson going with the true freshman, I think will hurt him in the end. See, I was thinking that too, but then I was talking to some sources watching some Sorry. ESPN, <laughs> and he played a lot better than true freshman, like uh, collectiveness and. Oh you know, yeah, like he doesn't look like a true freshman now. But he hasn't played anyone. I no, think the talent level Alabama, Alabama yet, and honest. that's the whole other animal. Let's be honest. Notre Dame is not Alabama. But, but I always go back to this SEC, the SEC championship game against Georgia. They looked a little vulnerable in the secondary that day. They did. And they should have lost that game. They should have, and that's what the thing is. You have to play a perfect game for the whole 60 minutes to beat Alabama. Yep. And can't, I just can't play 50. You, no, you got to play the whole game, and it's got to be perfect. And we'll just see if they can do it. I hope they do. I'd say I'm rooting for Clemson probably big time. Yeah. We have I, the Iowa connection with the Pierce Bach. Pierce Bach going for his third national championship. Is he a junior there now? No, he's a senior. He might get going drafted for, out of He will be drafted, yep. Probably second, third round. Going for his third national championship in four years, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, Shows Nick Saban will go anywhere to find talent. Yeah, he was uh, committed to Iowa. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Him and Jay Shield, uh Union High School represent. Him, they were like the first two commits from Iowa to commit to Iowa. And then he like, switched to Alabama. Mac recruiting class. But, I mean, Alabama comes knocking. It's kind of hard to say no. It's hard I to say it. no to that. But Apenza came to Iowa, so we'll see. But right. I... I think I got Clemson winning this game, honestly. Just don't see Despite, it. That secondary of Alabama gives me a little bit of a question mark, but I don't see them stopping two at all. Well, they were saying I was reading that if 
Clemson can consistently get pressure on Tua, that's going to be the big key of the game. Cause yeah, if, if they can pressure Tua and make him run around on that ankle, I think they have a chance. Yeah, but. and like I said, we were talking about the Mississippi State. They gave Bama some fits. Yeah. Especially getting after him with their D-line. That's the best chance of being is get after him. Get after him and control the ball, which I think they'll do, and I think Clemson ends up winning 30-27. Should be a good game. I'm really excited for it. Mud Dog's going to win. (laughs) 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 Some Waterboy references. Gotta love Waterboy. Oh, Vicky Valancourt. Yeah, and I have Alabama probably winning 34-24 in the end. It's going to be a good game. Should be fun. So... Nothing, honestly, there's that Monday national championship game is always one of my favorite sporting days of the year just because. There's not much going on. No, it's there's a good like time nothing. for a game. I don't even know if there's any NBA games really on. Might not be. Not we'll a full recap next week, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like we said earlier, we're going to we're gonna start doing the one day a week pod. And, you know, if we can find time throughout two, two the week, weeks. yeah, we'll do so it. If there's an interest. Yeah, or if there's a, you know, a big. Firing or hiring or, you know, an emergency podcast is needed. We'll have special yes. So Speaking of firings, I saw where the Timberwolves fired their coach tonight. Yes. Did not know he was the team president as well. Yeah, they... Did not know that until I saw that tonight. Did you see the rumor? Who they were thinking of? Saw the mayor. Yeah, which is funny because I read this wild tweet. It was like, you know, they, they did the Jimmy Butt. They fired Tibbs from uh, Chicago. Yep. Then they hire him in Minnesota. And then they trade the Bulls trade Jimmy Butler there, and then he signs all these Bulls players. But Tib or the mayor obviously replaces Tibbs in Chicago. Now they, he got fired there, and Tibbs gets fired in Minnesota. So like replace him there. How wild would that be? The mayor needs to go back to college. I agree. I love him. UCLA would be a great fit. I think. Yep. I agree. I I read and also heard that I don't think he likes recruiting is the only thing. Well, they said that's when they said they said. UCLA might not be a fit for him because he wants to bring in JUCO transfers that have yeah. had trouble other places. And they and said UCLA's to... not going to be a fan of that. They don't want that kind of kid on their campus. Yeah. Which is what he ran, what ran with at Iowa State. And was very All those successful. kids that had issues pre, and he gave them a second chance. Very successful. Dominated with them. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And one thing we forgot to touch on, though, that I have written down. Um, Potential playoff expansion in college football. Do you see that happening? Well, I thought it was, but now they said yesterday, I read, not till 2025. The president, the current president said it will not be until 2025. Like, officially? He doesn't think, yeah. He said, I don't see it happen until at least then. Would you, would you be okay if they did it before? No, because what we saw the other day was garbage. So you would want it to happen before? No, I don't need more. Oh, you don't need more garbage? I don't need more garbage. That just gives Notre Dame a more chance to get in. Well, let's be honest, Notre Dame needs to get in a conference. It doesn't matter. Notre Dame sucks. Yeah. And if they get it, teams like that are just gonna, we would have had more. Like, think about who else we would have had in there. True. We probably would have had Texas in there. We would have had Georgia. It's just Washington. Georgia just, just put up a hell of a fight against Bama. I just don't need more of that garbage. Let's just get it to the four teams. Get it to Cle- it wouldn't have matter if we'd had 12 teams. It still would have been Clemson and Alabama. Yeah, you're probably right. We just want to see more games that weren't bowl games. Well, the underlying factor of this is... The well, the money, yes. It's going to happen. Well, it's going to happen, yes, I agree. But how high are they going to go? Because it's not going to stop at 8, because at 8, someone's going to say, Where are well, I was ninth. Yeah. And then they'll go to 12. That's always well, I was 13th. Pretty soon we'll have 64, like, pretty soon it'll just be the whole season. <laughs> March Madness. <laughs> week 1 will be week 1 of the playoffs. Well, what is uh, 1AA or whatever, FBS or whatever it's called now, UNI's? I feel like they have 16 teams. Look it yeah, up. look that up for us. But I think they have 16. They don't think there's... Conferences are as big, obviously, though. And they get paid a ton for their non-conference because they, 
you know, Iowa or Iowa State usually pays someone to come and be a little cupcake or whatever, but... Yeah, they have 16. 16? I wouldn't really... I don't think I'd want it more than eight right now. I just don't need it. I still like the bowl games. I wouldn't mind six. And honestly... Have a buy first for the top two seeds. But I love the bowl game. You're going to have to get rid of the conference championships if you want to do this. Yeah, which you need a conference championship, I think. Why? You don't think you do? It didn't turn anything... Wow. So Georgia beats <laughs> Alabama this year. We still would have put Alabama in. It's just because Alabama is loved by the media, though. If you win your conference, you win your conference. You don't need a conference championship. Well, you're still. He's a closet Penn State fan. He still heard about that. What was that? Two years ago? Uh, it was two years. Uh, yeah, two years ago. Was it two years ago? Two years ago, when we beat Ohio State in the regular season, we go on to win the conference championship. Against we win Wisconsin. the conference. Against Wisconsin. And they decide, oh, Ohio State, you got beat by Penn State. <laughs> you didn't win your conference. We'll put you in the national championship. Let's do that. I blame Condoleezza Rice. It's bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> so this may have worked up to this day. Yeah, I can tell. That Jeez. team was loaded. Trace McSorley, Saint McCarthy. Yeah. He's on board. They were, they were loaded, and they got screwed. That was a, a fun Penn State team for sure. So. That was a... Big Ten was Big Ten was trash this year, but they Big were Big Ten was very bad this they year. They were really good that year with, you know, Ohio State, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, they were loaded that year. So, so yeah. Well, here we go with our final topic of the night. Uh the MLB offseason. You will probably find us talking about the MLB Major League Baseball quite a bit, especially throughout the season. Um both very passionate guys about uh the Cubs, uh baseball in general. Like Tim said earlier, it's his favorite sport, and it's definitely my first or second favorite sport. Depends on the day. We'll see. It but. should be his favorite sport. <laughs> so, but yeah, overall, we're going to talk about it a good amount. Um, so yeah, let's just dive right in, I guess. You know, it's been I'm a frustrating offseason. Uh, in general, or as a Cubs fan? In general. It's going slow again. Why do you think it's going slow again? Because the owners don't want to give big contracts. They don't need to. They need the, the players need them, and there's no need to give money when they don't need to. Yeah. Why do you think that's is just becoming an issue? Well, now I think now they're or looking at people contracts like Hayward and overpaying people that are Pujols never lived up to his contract. Ten people years. Soriano and his big deal. People are struggling to live up to those contracts, especially and, the big market teams are the ones giving them. Yeah. Or like, um, who is the? So I don't, can't think of it now. The Yankees gave one out. It's just like. They're just not, they're not living up to them. No, not at all. And Which, so I think it's just got out of control. And I think also, like, the young talent is so huge in the game now. Like, and, you know, with the uh, taxpayer penalties. Oh, yeah, the luxury the tax and all that. Like, that's becoming big. So, like, people are trying to, you know, develop these young dudes. And, like I said, the young talent just keeps rolling and rolling. So And eventually Harper and Machado and all those guys will sign, but it won't be for what they think. They're worth. I don't think. I don't think you. I think the days of ten years, five hundred million are over. Yeah. I don't see it happening anymore. But we'll see. Yeah, I could see. You know, Harper's really the. Well, Chris Bryant's coming up in a few years, but I don't even know. He won't get what he wants. He won't get Harper money. No, unless he goes nuts the next couple of years, which is possible because he had a down year last year. You know, but we'll see what happens. Um, are you hearing any rumors out there right now with these signings? Um, uh, Britain just signed yesterday, re-upped with the Yankees, I think, three years. Three years, like $40 million, and he has an option for a fourth year. Which he's a solid player. He he's, is. I would have taken him on the Cubs. He was out of the Cubs market, though, with those yeah. kind of prices. They think they're going to be shopping more bargain bin again for the relievers, which seems to be Theo's go-to. Let's just throw a billion arms at it. We'll make a trade. Hope someone sticks. 
What and will come September not have an arm? Do you think uh, that Maples will ever stick the in the Cubs minor league? <laughs> find the control. He needs to learn how His to control. His slider is so. unbelievable. And but. let's the Cubs just last season just wore the hell out of their bullpen. Well, that's what they do. They just throw. Cizek Cizek was out there Cizek every was out game, there almost every game. And then by the end of it, he was worthless. And, and then of course he was good. At the end, Edwards couldn't find the strike zone again, and Joe just kept running him out there because he hurt. thought he had to figure it out, which he didn't. And then our best. Bullpen arm at the end of the season, minus Strobe. Chavez, Jesse Chavez, don't re-sign him. He signed a dirt-cheap contract and to I go just, back to Texas. Yeah, and that's sad that he was our best arm at the end of the season because oh, he's just a journeyman. So I just, uh, yeah, that's frustrating. He might be the ugliest person I've ever seen in my life. He did. He rocked <laughs> glasses, though, like a man. And his, he had, like, a little shit chin strip there. He was one of my favorite players out there. He was oh, awesome. Yeah. He, he was fun. And I had fun with him. Joe loved him. So maybe that's why Theo didn't. I've also, but, some of the other hot stoves I've been seeing, uh, you know, it's well documented, especially for the Cubs there. Joe Mann's a free agent after yep. the season. I've been reading that almost for sure, which, you know, my sources, uh, <laughs> Charles the Cat on Twitter, if you don't know him. <laughs> Good <laughs> follow. follow. I, uh, not sure who the dude is, but he knows his stuff. and He's, he's a weird looking dude. Yeah. But his name's Charles the Cat on Twitter, so let's be honest. But he said, for sure, the next manager is either going to be Mark DeRosa, which loved him as a player. Probably loved one, him, too. One of my favorite Cubs, especially in the early 2000s. Love him as an analyst. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic on MLB Network. And then, obviously, you know who I'm going to say second. Grandpa Rossi, David Ross. Yep. So, I don't know. I, I like Joe, but, you know, sometimes the managers can overstay their welcome. So, yeah, no, we'll see what happens to Joe. I think he says he's going to manage more, which I don't know what he was doing the last couple of years, but... Hiring circuses? Yeah, I don't really know what he does. I love Joe. I'll always I defend do. Joe. And if anyone ever talks down about Joe, yeah. they can get out of here. He brought the World Series. He won a World Series, something no one else has ever done, so... But he, he honestly was the perfect man for the job. Like, Brought you know, the young kids together. And he was just, you know, young... or. Uh, doesn't really read into that. It's not, he, what did he say? He's like, I don't vibe on that frequency. No, yeah, that's he's, he's all about the vibes. He's a man. He's he's awesome. That dude's definitely smoked some marijuana. In his day. Oh, <laughs> probably still does. Honestly, <laughs> I love him though. Don't like, know if they drug test managers or not. That's a good question. Maybe I think he's probably definitely he, during the game. He, uh, maybe contact MLB <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> no, we don't want to get Joseph. But, <laughs> but but no, and the rest of the hot stuff. I think Machado will sign this week. I really do. Where do you think? He think he'll be a White Sox. With Tulo signing with the Yankees, that just and I don't really yeah. see him being interested in Philly. And what the rumor was, fourteen teams were offering Tulo a starting job. Yeah, including the Cubs and the Pirates. So I just think I really think he'll be a White Sox, and I see where Bryce is meeting with the Phillies again this week. And I see where the Nationals re-upped their deal, where it sounds like they're offering even more than their ten three hundred that they offered. So they're just kind of like you know hanging out in the in the weeds. Yeah, and I kind of think they might in the end be the team he goes to. I, I wouldn't. Disagree with that. And with the pitching upgrades they've got over there, if they sign him, they will be real competitive. There's a lot of really good players out there, too, kind of like last year. Oh, it's just like last year. The market's slow. I'd be surprised if Philly doesn't get somebody. It doesn't seem like anyone wants to go to Philly. They have all that money. They want to spend stupidly. That's kind of like what I'm saying because he's just like – Well, they're going to have to completely overpay. Yeah. They're going to have to go 10-5. Don't they need pitching more than anything, really, though? Or? Yeah, they got Jake, and he's probably their ace. And... He was rough. Well, no, they're Nola, Aaron Nola's their ace. Oh, yeah. And then Jake. Stud. But still, they probably could use another pitcher, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. They want to like, spend stupidly, but no one wants to take their money, so... I, I think... I would agree with you. Uh, Manny either goes to the White Sox, 
or uh, the Phillies. We'll see. But I think he makes his decision this week. Yeah, because I don't know. He it almost was like a for sure deal that seemed like that he was going to go to the Yankees. Yankees, that was all deal. But I just think that fell through, and they with the Tulo signing and yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, and I don't see the Cubs doing anything anymore. Give up. You're done. Done. We're gonna roll in. <laughs> he changes his mind like every. All other of a sudden, day. our team. All of a sudden, Wilson Contreras is gonna start to hit, and Addy's not gonna be suspended, and he's not gonna be beating women anymore. No, and all of a sudden, our team's just gonna be awesome. It's Theo. It's all gonna be from within. Makes well, no sense to me. We'll see what happens. I Carl Hamels, our big free agent signer. Way to go, boys. Thirty, what, thirty-six year old? Yeah, good looking dude though. And if I ever find out that Cole Hamels kept us from Bryce Harper, I might go to Chicago and kill myself. Because that's just the stupidest oh, crap I've ever heard. He's a good-looking dude, though, right? And he just sold his $9.5 million house. Gave away his $9.5 million mansion. to solve. Hamels did? Yeah, he gave away a $9.5 million mansion in Texas to this camp for disabled kids. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, I did see that. Actually. This is a legit that's, house. That's awesome, though. Good but program. if he kept me from Bryce Harper, he can... Fun fact about Cole Hamels, though, 2015, you know, when the Cubs were starting to get good again, I went to my first Cubs game in, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years. I went with uh, my Uncle Barry and friend of... Uh, hey, Barry was on that trip. Yep. Friend of mine, Zach Gage, and we went to the Phillies and Cubs game. Cubs were just kind of in a mid-season slump where we didn't know if, you know, we were for real or not, and you know, or if we were a year away yet, but then we turned out to... Going wild the last half of the season, made the playoffs and NLCS. But game I went to, uh, Cole Hamels threw a no hitter. <laughs> it was insane. It's like because and many... you wore a Solaire jersey. Yeah, I did. That was my guy, Solaire. Still my guy. Hopefully he can stay healthy. That had never happens. Those hamstrings are too tight. He's a beast. <laughs> He's but ripped. We'll see. And then. So I'm looking at some of these other free agents. I mean, Keuchel's still out there. AJ Pollock. He's um, what? He was a. I'll start, I think, a couple years ago. Yep. Keiko's still out there. I see him. I really think he'll be a brewer. You think so? I think so? the brewers will pony up the yeah. money and sign Keiko. They need pitching. They need Starting another pitching. pitcher. And then I see um, Red Sox closer. Uh, shit, what is his name? Kimbrell. Kim- Kimbrell's still out there. He wants big money. He wants big money. I don't think he's going to get big money. Well, he'll get big money, but not big money that he wants. Big old red beard. Who else is out there? Um, Moustakis. Is still out there. Moose. That's your what? I think you told me that's like your nephew's favorite. He has. He rocks the moose haircut. <laughs> uh, Lemayhu. It'd be interesting to see where he ends up. Actually, DJ Lemayhu. He's, he's a Coors Field creation. Which I would agree, but he's somehow won the Gold Glove over Cole. Oh, okay, yes, we can play some defense. Javi, Javi Baez, but, but he's not. He's not that great a hitter. Which, I think outside of Coors. No, field. here it says Lemayhu's two seventy seven on base percentage. Away from Coors Field last year might scare away teams. And he's 30 years old, so... And he was on my fantasy team last year and really sucked. <laughs> and that's how I judge people. If you're on my fantasy team and don't do well. Here's a, you know, another under-the-radar under the guy a little bit, which I haven't heard anything about him for a while. There, he was linked to the Cubs there for a little bit. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez. And I really think he'd be a perfect fit for the Cubs. If we're not going to go agree. big with Harper Machado... Get that then utility. We need he can play perfect Joe Matt play. positions. Yeah. Um, trying to look. Britain signed now. Oh, uh, Ode. Robertson signed with the Phillies. Yep. Uh, Oda. I can't say his last name. <laughs> that closer, or he wasn't. He was a uh, relief pitcher for the Rockies. Adam Oda. Oh yeah, he dominated us in the yeah. Dominated us in the one game playoff. He's he's good. He's I still out there. He still is. I wouldn't mind the name on the Theo. You mean to call him? Yeah, get him up here. So probably out of Theo's price point because apparently Theo's broke and doesn't have any money. 
which is hard to believe we're in. But it was interesting with Theo yesterday. Now he's not worried about going over the luxury tax. That's what he kept saying. Well, it's not about the luxury tax. It's just we're operating under a budget. Well, how much money? Well, then we need to increase the budget. <laughs> the Cubs make so much money in a year, and Ricketts has more money. I mean, Ricketts than... is basically printing money. Yeah. I heard one thing is that Ricketts' brother's running for governor of Illinois here in a couple of years. Uh. And they're trying to save money for that campaign. And so they're tightening in what they're spending for the Cubs. Whether that's true or not, but I know his brother's big into politics and wants to run for governor. And so they're thinking about saving money for the family is putting money together, which sounds like they need to get a coffee can and go door to door. But yeah, get him a paper out. Let's get Bryce in here. It's frustrating. I would agree with that. Let's, Who else is let's out Let's get there? him. Cody Allen's out there. Yeah, He's a good, good player. Good relief pitcher. Where did McCutcheon? He was one of the first ones to sign. Where did he sign? Phillies. Oh, yeah. See, the Phillies are making a little bit with of that, With him and Robertson, they have got a little better. Oh, uh, yeah. So, who is uh, Brett? Uh, Bleacher Nation. Great, great website. Bert. You definitely, if you don't follow them, go check them out. Bleacher yeah, Nation. Yeah, Brett and Facebook. Michael do great work over there. Yep, Facebook, Twitter. But he was talking about, which this is the dumbest stuff. I don't know if, I think it was Derek. Was it either Derek or Greg Holland? He was like, could be a backup. He was pushing up Greg Holland, which... How Greg did he Holland do after blew, he went to the Nets? Well, he blew he up the for the Cardinals. Right? Yeah. And well, he, he, that, that was kind of his own fault because he didn't sign until... He didn't have an offseason or preseason. But he, did, he was a lot better in the second half. So, I mean, you know, maybe a minor league But it's, just, it's frustrating to me that that's what, we're, that's what we're going to. This is more minor leagues, more guys we can throw out there. It's like when we... No, it's just not going to work. Yeah. But last year it seems like there was quite a few more injuries, especially just overall in baseball. Do you yeah. think... Because some of these guys signed really, really late, and Darvish, like, for example, you Darvish for the Cubs, he, you know, he what, maybe signed the first, second week, yeah. and, and he was hurt, obviously, pretty much the whole year. And he also came off a long year where he was overworked, yeah. I think, the World Series, so. Do you, well, that's true, but do you think maybe those late It didn't help. Those, definitely in the case of the guy, Holland. He definitely was not ready yeah. to go when they threw him out there. Yeah, because then they he just tries to run. And the Cardinals' bullpen was so awful, they just rushed him out there. Yeah. And he was not ready to go. So, we'll see how... I mean, I hope that's not the case because, you know, those guys are generational players. Yeah, and I think Darvish will bounce back in a big way this year. And yeah, I'm pumped. Theo said yesterday he's ready to go for spring training, so... Yeah. And Morrow apparently is not even going to throw in spring training, so... Yeah. Not really sure what's going yes. on there. Seems like wasted money. But hopefully in the next couple of weeks we have some Bryce Harper signings to yep, if, celebrate. If, if we have a a big Cubs signing or... If the Cubs sign Bryce Harper, we will have a podcast to celebrate. Emergency podcast with maybe a few uh, rum and cokes. Probably. Because we'll be very excited over here. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be going buck wild. But um, I guess, is there any other predictions that you got for no, us? No, like I said, I think Machado will sign this week. I think by next week he'll be a White Sox and... We'll go from there. I feel like Harper definitely signs last. Though. Yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll push it into February. Boris, I think, is waiting as long as possible. I think Boris just likes the spotlight, if nothing else. One more hot stove item that I remember now. What do you think about that report that Theo told uh, uh, Boris to wait? Boris to wait. Oh, I think it's totally true. I think Bryce wants to be a Cub. I think the Cubs want Bryce. Which, why wouldn't they want him, yeah. And why wouldn't he want to be a Cubs? best friend plays there. Yeah. And that's, and that's what Theo said yesterday. Team. That's what frustrated me about Theo yesterday. was saying, well, there's not a natural fit. Not a natural fit for any of the big guys. Well, his best friend plays for him. You make a spot for it. It's a natural fit. How is Bryce Harper not a natural fit in Wrigley Field? Do you think they have to trade Hayward to get this deal done? Hayward or Chatwood? Which, Hayward's more likely than Chatwood. Yeah, probably. One of them's got to be. Well, I don't know, because Hayward's had four, three, or four years of no good baseball. 
He was okay last year. Chad had what had one bad year. Terrible. Someone thought they could fix, maybe could fix it. I was also reading that we'd maybe have to attach a, a prospect. Which I was hearing even Ian Happ. With either with of them. With Chatwood. But if that's what it takes, get it done. I would do it, too. I mean, Chatwood looks that's like... that's gets you Harper. Chatwood looks like he's doing the bird box challenge when he goes through the time. I mean, <laughs> seriously, he'd probably do better if he put the blindfold on. Oh, boy. That bird box challenge, wild. Yes. I, I would agree, though. I haven't even seen it, and I know it's wild. You watch it this week, and we'll... Uh, that'll be our entertainment for next week. Okay, we'll, we'll discuss bird box next week. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, well, like I said, if... We'll be talking about the MLB offseason probably periodically. Next Hopefully it starts to heat up here pretty soon and we yep. can actually have something good to talk about. Yeah, because it's like we said, it's kind of a slow time uh, you know, the, with Christmas and the new year here and January just starting out. Not going to be a whole lot going on baseball-wise, which is understandable. For it sure. is. But, so. yeah, if, yeah. That's um, all we got. Is there anything really else you can think of with baseball? No. Here? Yeah. Um, overall, though, we, we'll be – you know, we'll be talking about football, baseball, basketball. Especially football the next couple of weeks here. We got a lot of big games coming up, so that'll yep. be our focus, I'd say, for the next month. Yep, and we'll probably start divvying into the NBA here, too, I would say, a good amount. Yeah. Especially college, college basketball is starting to ramp up, too. We'll definitely talk about the NBA. A lot of good things going on there. It's getting heated. Love that Steph Curry thing yesterday. We got called for traveling. Threw up the 13. For, thought that was pretty hilarious. That was funny. I'm not a big Steph guy, but that was pretty funny. He had a point there because... Harden gets away with it all the time. And it was the exact same thing. But, yeah, we'll we'll dive into those quite a bit. and So we'll, uh, yeah, keep you updated here on how we go. Once again, thanks for all the excitement. Follow anyone that followed on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, especially since we haven't really put out any content yet. Nope, so watch the podcast coming up. This We'll probably get it on there, if yeah, not probably, tonight. Probably tonight or early tomorrow morning. But we're pretty stoked on it. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for following. Thanks for the interaction. Like you said, if you have anything you want to talk about, put it out there. Yeah, uh, definitely, you know, either throw us in a comment or I have an uh, email section up in uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. We got an Instagram now. So just let us know. Yeah, send us DM, you know, or if you have me or Tim's number, don't don't be afraid to text us. Or if any of you want to be on a guest, just let us know that too. Yep, I think next week we got a guest lined up. Oh, do we? So Sweet. We will not be stating who that is at this time because we wanted to be surprised. But <laughs> It's a surprise even to me. So, <laughs> But yeah, overall, we're uh, real excited to doing this. You know, I've been texting about sports for like for four a, years. So. so we're ready to tell the world about it. <laughs> so hopefully we can uh, go from here and... I guess Hope you guys all have a great week and yeah, go Cubs. Go Cubs. Let's get some signings done. Um, thanks for tuning in. Let us know how we did. If there's anything we need to do better or, you know, just let us know. We're open to criticism or. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're open to anything. Just let us know. <laughs> so much appreciated. Um, hope you had a good time getting funky with us. <laughs> funky town. But um, yeah, thank you. And you've officially been corn fed. <laughs>